everybody, welcome to the Hamilcast. Hi, 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 welcome back. I am Jillian. I'm Bianca. Today, I'm so super excited about this. Me too. We are joined by Lizzie, but you know her as at the Hamwing. She does the mashup Hamilton West Wing memes. I guess they're memes. The kids call them memes. I think that's what the kids yeah. call them, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, Lizzie, what do you call them? Because you're here with us. Uh, memes. 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 I'm old. Yeah, you, oh, stop it. <laughs> We're not going to play that game. So we just decided on a whim. We've had all the technical difficulties in the world today. We are back on our uh, huddling over the camera mic because of all the technical difficulties, but at the same time, we are sort of, we're videoing with Lizzie. So some technology's like, working some and some- Some technology's working. It's kind of like we're in the same room together. I know, it's very is nice. lovely. It is. Yeah. What are you drinking? What's closer to you now? I am drinking, it is Angry Orchard the Muse. Mm. It is a sparkling apple cider. Whoa. I like Angry Orchard. I didn't know that they had, that they had this uh, Muse thing. What's different from that from the regular Angry Orchard? It is, it is um, one of their Sparkling? Cider House collection. It comes in like a wine. Wow, well, so it's fancy. It's very fancy. I love um, it. Yeah. We are drinking, we're doing, I swear we're not sponsored by Sam Adams. I promise you. We're just <laughs> drinking Sam Adams because two pints of Sam Adams. But Sam Adams, if you're listening, you know. We are happy, we would happily be brought to you by Sam Adams. It's just not <laughs> happening yet. But this time I, uh, I took a risk. It's called Rebel IPA. Fitting. And, and it. It, it says brewed for the revolution, but it's a West Coast style IPA, which I mean, meh, seems a little not thrilled about the West Coast. <laughs> thrilled thing. about that part because we are East Coasters, but no problem. It's and didn't, didn't you Google what does that mean? Oh gosh, I forgot already. We so uh, so meaningless, basically. Uh, that West Coast brewing style of IPAs has a, a more mellow hop and maltiness to it. Not okay. not quite as. Uh, as intricate and flavorful as East Coast IPAs. I don't know, guys. I'm not trying to start an East Coast West Coast <laughs> war here. But yeah, <laughs> I'm from I'm from Wisconsin. That you know, it's beer. We drink it. There you so, go. Yeah. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Um, but we liked the whole Rebel for the Revolution bit. So whatever. yeah, tastes and like it, beer. It's great. Yeah, it's real. It's <laughs> fine. It's it works for us either way. Um, so Lizzie, I'm gonna dive right in. Is that cool? Okay, that's cool. Let's do this. All right. When did you get into ham? Have you seen it? What's going okay. on? <laughs> so I went looking for this today because I wanted to be able to give you an actual answer. Oh. It was November 4th of last year. So I had been resisting it for the longest time. Um, it's a really dumb story. I had an ex who picked up the Cherno book when it came out like so many years ago and was obsessed with Alexander Hamilton and I just wouldn't get him to shut up about it. Wow. So was That's like, what oh my, my husband God, is I'm going so through Alexander right Hamilton, Go away. Shut your face. Um, <laughs> So I didn't want to listen to it at first. I was like, oh, my God, I hate Alexander Hamilton. This is crap. And I had a friend, my best friend, um, my maid of honor for my wedding, she got super into it. And we've both been into Broadway. I went to college to, for theater, and, you know, we were both super into Broadway. And I've seen a bunch of shows, and I've been in New York a bunch of times. And she's like, no, 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 you have to listen to this. I'm like, fine, whatever. It was on, um, I think Amazon Prime had it. And mm -hmm. I was like, fine, I'll just listen to it. And I literally have the text message um, up in front of me here because it's a Google Hangout. She's like, finally listen to the Hamilton soundtrack. Hate you. Hate you so much. <laughs> that was the text I sent my friend after five minutes. <laughs> right. Because you knew because you knew there's no going back. You're in now. Nope. Nope. Straight down the rabbit hole. Yeah. So November and here I am and I have not seen it yet. I am going in April. Amazing. So you have yeah. tickets. 
I do. Wait, I have actual I have tickets. I know. One ticket. Oh my god. <laughs> when did you get yours? Because I bought mine when they had that big release, and I got like they're you know they're sixty five dollars. They're way up in the mess, but they're for September. How'd you get in for April? I bought a resale ticket. Okay, oh, that's nice. I mean I got no shame. Super lucky. There was so it's a Wednesday matinee. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it's like third row, and it was for like almost face value. Wow. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And it's a Ticketmaster verified resale. Ticketmaster verified ticket. It's just all the way to stage right. (laughs) But I don't care. That's okay. And I think a lot of times, if you just bought a single ticket, a lot of times that does make it easier. Yeah. Because they're harder to unload, so they tend to drop the price a little bit. But um, that's awesome. Super fast, and I was like, I told my husband, I'm like, I don't care, I'm buying it. (laughs) (laughs) So you're having your, you're kind of making it like a New York. Vacation, I guess. I am going, I'm leaving on Tuesday morning and I'm flying back Thursday night. Oh, wow. Wow. If you have some, we're winning it. If you have some time, let's hang. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have, I have nothing planned but Hamilton's. That's amazing. Up for anything. We would love to get your post Hamilton reaction. Oh, yeah. It's oh just going to be crying and flailing and <laughs> not like, being <laughs> And I also have tickets for Chicago. Oh, good. Nice. Oh. Chicago's great. Yes. Super fun. So yeah. my best friend who introduced me to Hamilton, uh, when they announced the Chicago thing, were like, oh, group tickets always go on sale early. They only need 20 people. That's fine. We can do it. 47 people <gasps> later. Holy cow. You're what? going on my birthday in October. Wow. Yeah. That was that was the most That's stressful amazing. like two weeks of my life. So, we were just we had a Facebook group set up and we were you know I had to call the box office and get the pricing. Oh I God, yeah. Mezzanine, I've I've tried to organize a group ticket outing before and I've given up because it's just it's a lot of work and yeah. it's frustrating. Yeah, and it people was, always drop out and. Mm. It's a whole, we yeah. haven't had a single person drop out. That's impressive. Like, we've had requests <laughs> for more tickets, and, which we couldn't do. You're all from out of town. Um, so most of us are within like an hour and a half, two hours drive. Um, I live in Milwaukee and so it's about an hour and a half to Chicago, two hours on a bad day. And, mm-hmm. uh, my best friend lives in Chicago. So, um, I'm taking a car full of people from Milwaukee and then we're going to drive down there for the weekend. That's amazing. Oh, Hey, fun fact. I thought you meant Chicago, the musical in New York. <laughs> I thought that at first and then I figured out what she was talking and about. And I just yeah. now understood. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Hamilton, Chicago. Hamilton, Hamilton yeah. Chicago. It's all, I sh- yeah, as someone who started a Hamilton podcast, yeah, where it's all podcast. It's all Hamilton. Um, but, okay, so I have a question. I have some West Wing questions for you. Absolutely. Hit me up. I only watched it because my husband introduced it to me when we started dating several years ago. So I didn't watch it when it was on. Did you watch it when it was on? I did. Um, my so dad did. I, I didn't. I started watching it my freshman year of college, which would have been season six. So I caught the last two seasons. Did you um, go got, back and watch? Because that's Sam uh, Seaborn isn't in that. Right. So I had no idea who Sam was. I was like, what, what the hell? Okay. So I actually, I picked up the DVDs and I burned through it. Yeah. Like over the summer between six and seven. And then um, I started, I watched seven live and uh, yeah, I that was more than 10 years ago yeah and, was it that uh, long ago a long yeah. time ago so full 2004 dis- oh my gosh so yeah full disclosure six, i so. have not ever seen the west wing which i know i have to get on um because I, I i'm like that aaron sorkin fan who loved sports night but has not seen the west wing <laughs> yeah you kind of have to because i was watching but sports night 
Yeah, Two, I know. it's that, that damn laugh track. I know it's bad, but it's I, just, so bad. I have such an attachment, like an emotional attachment to that show. But anyway, I very much want to see it. I just never got around to it because it's daunting to take on a brand new series that has multiple seasons. And every- and it's, it's I mean, it's you have to really, you're in or you're out kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what's great about um, The Ham Wing, Lizzie, is that even though... Bianca isn't really a fan of the West Wing. The fact that the quotes always match up so yeah, well. Yeah, I feel like I don't need to have seen... I mean, I'm sure it would take on another level of, of you know, understanding once I am familiar, because I will be, I promise. You Yes, totally. <laughs> it's still enjoyable regardless, though. Yeah, and it's kind of cool because we can sort of explain references if there are other people that have not watched the West Wing that are listening. Oh, yeah, um, I get questions all the time about that. Like, what episode is this from? What? I oh, yeah. It. Oh, wow. So was there something that really inspired, was there a quote or a moment from either Hamilton or the West Wing that made you think, I want to mash these two together? How did you even come up with it? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is super embarrassing. <laughs> so there's a scene in the West Wing where this kid who's an intern starts hitting on C.J. Craig, sort of like casually hitting on CJ Craig was like three times his age. And all I could think of is I'm a trust fund baby. You can trust me. Mm, amazing. And I'm like, ah, oh, that would kind of work. And then somebody told me Linmo Miranda likes the West Wing. And I was like, Oh, sold. Done. <laughs> and so Lin- then you just made that one meme and sent it. And that was, no, I actually, my, that one didn't come until later. Cause I was kind of like, this is really embarrassing. This is kind of dumb. I'm not sure anybody's going to get it. Cause it's a really random scene. My very first one was um, Josh and Donna, and now I'm blanking on it. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Like, I, I like, studied for this podcast. You know? Oh, my God. Lizzie. <laughs> I like, um, okay, so jo- Josh is the deputy chief of staff. He's uh, Bradley Whitford. Okay. okay. And Donna is his assistant. And for the entire series, it's a will they or won't they kind oh. of oh my God. kind of thing. I have so many memes. I can't find them all. I love uh, I love that. Hashtag uh, too many was, memes. There it is. Look at where you are. Look at where you started. The oh. fact that you're alive is a miracle. Just stay alive. That would be enough. And for anybody who doesn't watch The West Wing, oh, spoilers, I guess. Josh gets shot at one point. Oh, he lives. No. It's fine. Um, but the two of them are so intertwined at that point. And there's a whole flashback scene in the middle of that episode. And so... It was just something I was like, oh, that's really cute. Maybe I'll make some people on Tumblr happy because I started on Tumblr. Uh-huh. And I was like, let's do this. Let's see what happens. Maybe I'll get some notes. Wow. Like, oh, and it's just Twitter. Maybe this will be fun. And then Lynn retweeted it. Okay, yeah, that, okay. So that's my other question. How long were you doing the memes before Lynn noticed it? An hour. Are you serious? Yes. That's hilarious. It was within an hour of me posting it. I must have hit like this. It was a Sunday morning. And I posted it, and I tagged him in it. Um, and I'm like, maybe he'll see it, maybe he won't. He's got like a hundred. Like at that point, he only had like a hundred some odd thousand followers. It's like double oh that now. Um, I was like, maybe he'll see it, maybe he won't. Whatever, you know. People on Twitter, people on Tumblr, like, did I get some Twitter likes? And then I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm eating breakfast. And I'm like, why is my phone exploding? That why? is, I'm speechless. Why is my phone vibrating nonstop? That, I, I can't believe that. Because I know that he gets so many mentions, and I know that he's also said that he will mute people if they say the same shit to him all the time. Yeah. So I'm very aware of that when we are tweeting. <laughs> because, that I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to bother him, but sometimes things, you you know, we don't add him in everything, but sometimes it is appropriate too. So I, I was just curious, like, how that happened. I can't believe within an hour... It That's mind-blowing to me. I almost died. 
I my I must I probably ran around my house for like 15 minutes like <laughs> screaming at my husband like you don't understand yeah oh. I did this thing and now he likes it and oh my god we had um, um Kathleen I have the actual tweet that because he retweeted it and commented on it what did he say I see you trying to make me feel things and I block them turns on the West Wing in response to a tweet okay well <laughs> that's watch perfect. Wow. Amazing. No. I mean, the guy doesn't sleep, so I don't know no, how he has no, time to do I don't, that. I don't understand how he's not in a fetal position somewhere. Yeah. Right. Uh, we be. we had a Kathleen Cameron on on mm-hmm. episode three, and she was saying too that, that feeling of when he retweeted her dub smashes. She said that she started laughing and then crying immediately, <laughs> and her roommate asked her if she was okay, and her only response was, "It's happening." Like it's just like, the same thing. I made this thing, I and it now it's out there and it's happening, and he sees it and loves it, and that's. Oh my god! I I actually I feel like that set an unrealistic expectation for me. It is. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious smart. now. So now, I mean, do you feel like you have? pressure to continue producing content at a rapid pace at which the the pace at which twitter moves which is astoundingly fast so i try to do one a day and i try to post them like in the evenings like i try to hit before showtime so Mm -hmm. in case lynn's like you know screwing around on twitter and sees it um it doesn't happen very often um but it's actually really funny because i am one of like the six people he follows on tumblr too no way (laughs) yeah that's amazing awesome i kind of lost my 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 brain over that well, and t- Tumblr, sorry. Tumblr is a different world. We haven't yeah. ventured out into the Tumblr. Man, talk about feeling old. Tumblr <laughs> is very frightening to me. <laughs> yeah, it's just because. But I know I I know that he tweets about it a lot, and I even mm-hmm. when he puts ham for hams, he'll say like, "This is gonna break Tumblr." You know, yeah, Tumblr yeah, yeah. is gonna oh, love this. Oh, that Jasmine or, one. Oh my ja- can we talk about Jasmine? Oh, She's un. I mean, I could what? say that about you. Could put ev- any cast member. But, really. Jesus Christmas. Um, But I I just realized how fun Twitter can be because of this podcast. Mm -hmm. Usually Twitter is a very scary place. So um, Tumblr, I think, is more, I feel like it's more for visual stuff. I don't know if podcasts are really a Tumblr thing. It's definitely a visual medium, um, but I like it because it's, it's easier to do things like larger photo sets. Like some of my earlier stuff was very Tumblr based, so Mm. it doesn't look that great on Twitter. I've tried to like I've tried to like fix things so now that they're pretty the the medium's pretty even and I have an Instagram now so I'm like trying to like figure out this you know my wild gesticulating hands here sorry (laughs) (laughs) you guys can see it no one else out there yeah but um yeah I feel like it's similar in a way to Instagram but I guess maybe younger maybe Tumblr skews younger I don't know I I feel like it I, at least my circle on Tumblr skews older but it's people I've known on the internet for years Mm. so just kind of bounced from like you know, place to place. Yeah. I, but um, there's definitely a learning curve to it. And I feel like it's not for everybody, but it's fun. And I love it. And everybody on, t- I have an obnoxious amount of followers on both. So. That's wonderful. That's so great that everybody wants to see the things you make. It's I so, know. It's, it's such a, a wonderful it's feeling. It's really unnerving sometimes. Like <laughs> I, okay. So I have a story about me being internet famous. Let's hear it. I was spent my weekend at, a tiny science fiction convention in Illinois this past weekend. And I don't know if you guys know who Mark Oshiro is. Mark reads. No. Mark watches. He does, like, a, a whole set of series. He, like, watches a TV show from scratch with no idea of what's going on. Oh, that's but cool. famous enough to be invited to guests at cons and stuff. That's really fun. Funny. And I ran into him in the hallway. And I was wearing my Bartlett for America t-shirt, mm-hmm. which I own a Bartlett for America <laughs> t-shirt because I'm a nerd. Um, 
and he like freaked out at me. He's like, oh my God, I love your shirt. Where'd you get it? And I'm like, oh, hey, you liked Hamilton because I follow him on Tumblr. Uh-huh. He's like, yes. And I'm like, I have a badge ribbon for you. So they have these things in, at, at cons. They're bad little badge ribbons. And I had one that said, I am not throwing away my shot because I'm a nerd. And <laughs> so I'm like running back to my hotel room and my friends are all in there. They're like, what? I'm like, hey, blah, you know, flailing. And I go back <laughs> and I told this story to someone in the hotel lobby Someone who follows my the Hamwing Tumblr heard it, and I told the story on Tumblr, and they're like, "Oh my God, that was you! I saw you in the lobby." And I'm like, "This con maybe had two thousand people in it, wow. in the middle of Illinois, and there's one person, also Marcoshiro, who apparently follows me too, but there's like one human being in the entire place who knew where I was, who wasn't already a friend of mine." That's awesome. Super random. Anyway. Yeah, that's incredible. That's my that's my internet claim to fame right now. <laughs> um, I have a question about characters in Hamilton and the West Wing. Yeah. Do you think that there are certain characters that match up with others a hundred percent? Could you recast Ham as the West Wing and vice versa, or do you think that they're kind of they're all kind of mashups within your mashup? Does that make sense? Um, I feel like there's a couple that are like ninety percent. Like I really think Josh Lyman is Alexander Hamilton, like straight up. Not uh, Jed Bartlett. No, I I feel like they're like that is the one that I feel can go sort of either way, but I feel like Bartlett's too <laughs> too too decent of a human being. To oh, be <laughs> Bartlett is Bartlett is the president. Okay. Yeah, Bartlett's more a George Washington to me, but at the same time, I feel like there's some quotes that like can go either way, and it just depends on the context of the scene. But I look at the West Wing now after see, after listening to Hamilton, and I go, oh my god, that is such a Josh Lyman thing. Why did you do that? <laughs> There's a whole, everybody I love has died. I run everywhere. I do everything at a fast pace because I feel like, you know, the world's going to leave me behind, or I'm not going to be the guy in the room, and I need to be the guy in the room, which is sort of more of a Burr thing. But, right. mm-hmm. you know, like, he has to be... If there's a quote from the West Wing, it's, you don't want to be the guy, you want to be the guy the guy counts on. Right. Which I feel is a very Alexander Hamilton thing, too, sometimes. Yeah, Because he sure. always wanted to be, you know, he always wanted to be someone that, you know, people would think of and go to for things. Isn't there that Leo quote where he basically calls out Josh, where he's like, you don't, you think everyone's going to die on you, or what is that? Yes, what? I actually made that into a meme. It's, uh, let me see if I can pull it up, because I just did it recently. Um, cause I did it with a picture of Eliza and I felt really bad <laughs> cause I apparently, I got a note on, uh, I got a message on Tumblr that I made someone cry and I was oh. like, oh, oh, it's, I'm going to help you. Cause you know why? Cause you walk around with so much guilt about everybody you love dying that you're a compulsive fixer. Yes. Wow. And I was there like, that is. is such an Alexander Hamilton thing. Wow. Yes. That's heavy. So, um, yeah. so you read Chernow. Yes. And, um, I read about half of it. Okay. Nice. Uh, are you are you game to discuss the collegiate with us? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I reread it today over lunch, so. Oh. I'm game. You're awesome. You're a gem. You're awesome. And um, I remember all of it, but I'll go. Well, shot. yeah. Okay. Wait, so well, here's this chapter is really dense. So it's not yeah. happening. It's the most detailed by far. So far. Uh, so much information, but the best part is that we meet our good friend Hercules Mulligan instantly by the end of the first, first page. page. Yeah. Um, but Chernow calls him a fashionable tailor with a splendid name, which is incredibly accurate, accurate. I think. Accurate. Splendid indeed. It is a splendid name. Uh, and he was basically an Irish sweet talker who talked his way in and out of things, got information from people, usually when he was tailoring their pants and taking their measurements, which is an actual thing. 
Um, and he liked to take a lot of credit for things that happened to Hamilton once Hamilton came to New York. Even Chernow will say, well, according to Hercules Mulligan, right. <laughs> uh, Mulligan introduced him to New York society, but that's probably pretty unlikely. So he was just like a guy. He I think just he was talked. just like a flamboyant, he had, flashy. He had the gift of gab, as they say about the gift of gab, people. very, very social, and probably just able to talk his way into situations. Just you know, one of those people who sneaks into parties and crashes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crashes events. Yeah, only he was with the Sons of Liberty when he and was loving and loving it, <laughs> and loving it. <laughs> I love I love the little things that make it from the book to the musical. Sometimes that I'll read a passage and be like, "Oh, I know where that is in the musical." Right, and there are so many things too because we I think we said this a couple episodes ago that I always now associate certain words that Bianca calls trigger words, but sometimes there are words that people say. But I think that at this point there are so many of them in the book that I think Lynn they're little winks to the turn book. out. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think oh, yeah, they're there's little. No way they- a lot of these aren't deliberate. Yeah, aside Absolutely. aside no from the she will never be satisfied. Like that that's that one's too big. I mean, he spent how many years? I mean, it was like six year, like six years writing this. He's probably got this book memorized at this point. Oh my yeah. god, I can't even imagine. Like, I also can't even. I want to see his copy of it. Like, I just right? see how many notes? The I, notes that must be in there, or how many drafts? I was I I wrote in my margin today. I'd love to see the early drafts, right? Because there's so many people and so many things that come up, and sometimes Chernow will say maybe, arguably, like Alex Alexander Hamilton's most important friend, and we never never hear about never them, hear about yeah. them just, in the show. There's so much. Okay. I'm like trying to be like, okay, so who in the ensemble is just pretending to be Livingston one night? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, like, what? I would totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this starts basically with Hamilton's educational career after he gets to New York. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants to go to Princeton. And we were talking about this earlier. We were waiting very excitedly to hear about the punching of the bursar story. And uh, that didn't happen. Never happened. Never. How disappointed were you about that? I was incredibly disappointed. I was really hoping there would be some punching in this book. I was waiting for a brawl, but never happened. Yeah. There was a disagreement because Hamilton did not get into Princeton. Facts. Which is why he ended up at King's College. But this sort of also starts the whole, like, Burr competition sort of thing because Burr did do accelerated studies. And so did uh, James Madison, Right. Mm-hmm. And, and had like a nervous breakdown. Had a legit nervous yeah. breakdown. And that's kind of why Princeton stopped the accelerated studies program because people were like worried about James Madison's health. And then he went on to be president. But at this point, too, we talked about this last episode. They were so young. Like people were applying, uh, men were applying for college when they were six, 15, 16 years old. So at 18, that was kind of a little old. He was old and yeah. ended up lying about his age a little bit. Yeah. So that he wouldn't seem like the old guy, I guess, trying to get into college. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I get, I, yeah. Which is mind-boggling. But I also find it interesting about the, the Madison thing. Like, people still get so, so overwhelmed by college life and by all the studies now, like in present day. And it's like, this has been, this has been going on forever, guys. For, yeah. And it wasn't just like it was a normal college. It was, he wanted to An finish accelerated it study, yeah. in two years and just the pressure... That's just unrealistic, yeah. Madison. But I yeah. thought four years was hard. I know. God, I barely made it through the four years, yeah. guys. So Princeton basically said, mm, just to play it safe, we kind of can't have another Madison on our hands. So <laughs> even though Hamilton was clearly a genius, 
they just said no, basically. So he went to King's College and he didn't punch anybody. <laughs> no punching, I'm very sad. <laughs> Even though Burser and Burser is a great rhyme, it it's just a, never... It's a perfect rhyme. <laughs> I do like that Cherno makes a point of like pointing out where King's College was in New York. Yes. Yeah, you know, downtown. The red light district. Red light, there, there were prostitutes yeah. abound. There were yes. five, about 500, and Chernow says that it was about 2% of the population in that area. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And of it's course, not- everyone at King's College was like, hey, students, don't, like, don't go there. <laughs> and Chernow even asked the question, do we think Hamilton went? I'm like, yeah, oh, I yeah. do. I, I oh, yeah. think they were Did all hanging out. Did you read that out. letter to Kitty Livingston? Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a ton that goes on here that is very, very detailed and very intense but really i think the or we think the most interesting thing is we really get into the farmer refuted which was an actual pamphlet that was 80 pages btw (laughs) because of course it was of course it was 80 pages yeah it started because hamilton was super vocal about boycotting all things british after the boston tea party so they wanted to have a whole boycott on imports and exports and all that stuff. And the farmers weren't really into that, of course, because it was their livelihood. So there's part of me that understands it, but Samuel Zivari kind of picked the wrong, the wrong person to mess with because he start and he started it. He, <laughs> I, he, I, he started it because he wrote the Westchester farmer, basically saying all these terrible things uh, about the Continental Association, which was the people that were enforcing this embargo. He said they were a venomous brood of scorpions who would sting us to death and that they should be greeted with hickory sticks. <laughs> that he started it. Don't start. Yeah, no, he, definitely, he definitely drew first blood on that. Oh, yeah. That's that's the, them's fighting words. Yeah. So Ham was like, OK, let's do this. Fine. <laughs> so he s- responded, which wasn't even the official farmer refuted. He wrote a full vindication of the measures of the Congress. Which is already very wordy. Right. And that was 35 pages full of insults and defending his side of everything. Um, Chernow actually describes it as, quote, verbose and repetitive. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> and basically a hint of things to come in his further writings. Yeah. So then after that, this is like, they're a bunch of high school girls. But then Seabury, <laughs> he shot back with a view of the controversy and it must have been pretty weak because Chernow didn't even mention the name. I had to Google what it was. He just said, like, oh, after Seabury. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he was like, after Seabury, uh, like, shot back, then Hamilton came back with oh, the wow. farmer. Oh, wow, he didn't even name drop No, it. but I wanted, I was like, did I miss it? Wow. I okay. don't know. So I Googled it, but it's a view of the controversy. So, um, I don't know. Crap title. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, but it gave us the farmer refuted. 80 pages. And it basically made everyone super scared of Hamilton and his writing and what he could do. I love the phrase puerile and fallacious that Ooh. comes out of that. That's a good one. That's a good one indeed. That's a good one. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Next yeah. time someone gets into a fight with me on Twitter, I'm going to use that. Yeah, I don't even know how, but it's I'm so, doing it. it I, don't <laughs> I don't even know. I'm just going to just start screaming it. <laughs> just start like describing your meals that way or like what you've done in the day. And just, <laughs> how dare you, you sir? Your doesn't make sense. Yes, just why not? Um, but yeah, does that lead that ties into as Lafayette says in the show slash in the cast recording? Uh, as long as he can hold a pen, he's a threat. 
and everybody all of a sudden realized that Hamilton's not somebody to mess with, especially when it comes to speaking and or writing. Yeah. He will tear you down. And it's I think even before that, he started, before all of this drama with the writings and the pamphlets, he was just downtown near Trinity Church, which is still there. He was just speaking to people outside. And like the more he spoke, the more fired up mm-hmm. he got. And people were saying like, oh, it's just a collegian. It's a collegian. He's just like a college kid. Yeah. Ranting and raving about the embargo on the Exports I should stuff. correct myself, Jefferson, not Lafayette. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. I just, uh, th- they're one person as far as I know. Concerned. I might have written that too. And no, yeah. So, and they're so not. <laughs> they're so not, but it's, I know. Yeah. Oh, man. But it's yeah. defeat dick, so I'll stare at it. Exactly. Anyway. Right? Yeah. Oh, God. And it's weird because even though it, for purposes like this, when you're hearing it in your head to get the quote right, sometimes you think, like, oh, that's Lafayette's voice. But in the show, I don't get confused when if not I listen to the no. songs out of order. I'm not like, why is Lafayette talking about no, it must be nice all. to have Washington <laughs> on your side? Like, I'm not confused in that way. And that was just a faux pas on my yeah. mm. I've done it before. Oh. I feel really bad every time. Ham problems. Ham <laughs> problems. problems, yes. We can't all be ham. That's a hashtag right there. Yeah. Ham problems. Man. In reading that, I was just like, what? Because, you know, the, in, the, in the show that it's a fairly short segment. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was a really big deal. And I, it's actually honestly something I knew nothing about prior to reading the book um, or knowing that this was a, a real deal thing that happened with like going back and forth and arguing and fighting about that it was about, you know, British goods and, and the trade embargo and farmers and their their livelihood being threatened. And it's a very serious deal. And now uh, I, I had no idea about that. I just imagine this like sniveling <laughs> little Samuel Seaburn. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. oh shut up, and just reading from whatever he <laughs> yeah from his scroll from his scroll yeah, yeah. and the f- those dudes in the park with a box the crappy little microphone just right. reading about something you do not care about at all yeah and uh, Chernow says that the those two essays the first one that was thirty five pages and then the actual pamphlet they were six thousand words combined <laughs> six thousand words. Because that's how Ham rolls. He must have had carpal tunnel syndrome at this point. Like, how yes. does his hand not just How fall does his off? hand work? And to just dip into a quilt, like, you, uh, there's a lot of stop and go in the right. You're not, like, he's not typing it, because you can type insanely fast. He's not even writing it with a normal pen. No. The stopping with the quilt, I mean, come on. Skill. You ever tried to wet with a quilt? It's really hard. It is really hard, actually. I tried it once. I think, I think like, in high school, we. Went to some museum that had quills, and I tried write. I don't think I even got like one word out. Yeah, never mind. Write nicely. I know my mom is really, really big with big into very cool antiques. Like our uh, my parents' house is filled with it, um, but she loves stuff from around this era. So we have a very old guest book from someone's house from the late 1700s into the early 1800s of what people signed, and you can really barely read it, but it is with a quill and the writing is impeccable and beautiful and perfect, but just to see how they wrote in that, like I can barely write my hand, if I don't write for a long time, because it's rare that I use a pen or a pencil these days, except when I'm reading, because I need to be taking notes. But sometimes if I don't write for a couple days, which is a thing that happens, when I, I pick up the pen, my handwriting, I'm like, who is, I'm like six years old. But these people, they just, their penmanship was so, so gorgeous. Yeah. And looking through these, old postcards that she has in this guest book, the words that they use. It's just like, it's so beautiful. We should bring back guest books. 
And not just at weddings. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not just at weddings. Like, you know, when if you like have a dinner party or just have people over or someone crashes on your couch, yeah. you write something nice in the guest book. Right. I like it. I like that um, that at the show people sign the poster backstage at Hamilton. That's that's a, a that. form of the guest book. Indeed. That's a life goal for me right I love there. that. Oh, can you imagine? Well, I don't even know what I would. I would just say like, "Thank yeah. you. I'm sorry." But I would probably I, I, just cry on it. Yeah, with, and I would just sign it with my tears. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would. I feel like I'd just be apologizing profusely <laughs> for nothing, for nothing, I'm and so, for everything. I'm so sorry. So, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank I you did, so much. I did write a letter to Lynn in which I apologized, like, profusely for, for what I have done. Oh, no. Like, I'm Why? so sorry. I just couldn't stop myself, and I hope you like it. Please don't sue me. But no, he... Oh, come on. No, he, he loves it. He was... He's... I sent him... I, I sent him um, a letter and a gift, and he tweeted me back and was very thankful for it, and I was very excited. Of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, it's... it's Honestly, it's... He gets so much stuff every day, like, uh, for him to take I don't even time. know how he keeps track of his tweets, to be honest. Oh like, that is, seems overwhelming in and of itself. Like, that is three full-time jobs, aside from the 7,000 other things he occupies his time right. with every single I'm day. I'm like, how, how do you, like, how do you have time... Like, you have a wife and a ch- child. Like, you have a... Isn't like like his kids like one like yeah I, oh yeah I don't and adorable think I'd be, like conscious most days oh my gosh it's really quite astounding and <laughs> I just think he I think he understands that it really is all out of love and mm-hmm. just love of the show and love of the music and wanting to share that with other people who feel the same way yeah I I think he gets it and is thrilled by it and grateful for it and yeah excited. i mean how could you not be it just always seems so excited when people do things i know like, i know it's so sweet and we're it's such a community and he should be so proud of that and i'm sure he is but this is sort of i mean we're talking to you right now because of this bond that we have i think just because of the show and this feeling of community and you know jokingly the safe space you can reference ham as much as you want and <laughs> oh. it's okay and we'll get it and it's fine and if you go home and you live with someone who doesn't get it or you're you see something that's like oh my god that sign that street sign reminds me so yeah. much of ham send it to us you guys that's what we're here for it's why we're doing this yes. i love talking about hamilton all day long and i will talk to anybody about it oh we love it as as my coworkers at work can justify cause i never <laughs> shut up about it and they're really happy i'm going because then maybe i'll shut up oh no you know you won't but no. <laughs> can i take two seconds can we just talk about um the song that Leslie dropped the other day with David. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh my God. I just I had I played that for a room. It is some sexy I, time. I I it's it's like it's I don't want to call it a slow jam because I don't want it to sound insulting, but it's it's a very oh, kind of it is like syrupy oh and and oh my goodness like woo. it is yeah that is that is yeah. well, well done everyone well done. everyone yeah. involved everyone indeed I need to. If it, is it out? I don't know if Leslie's album is actually out yet. I, I know that to, was I need a, to acquire it. That was a free download. That song, yeah, but, but I, I don't know when the album itself comes out. I think I it's out. It. Is it? I think it He's is. Got one out. I know there's one on Spotify, so, oh, which is also man. very good. Yeah. As is David's um, stuff with clipping. Yes. Very good. Very good. Unreal. Unreal. Oh my god! I'm really excited that you're going to get to see the show in like a month and a half. Just I, about right. Yeah. I have. I am kind of like just on it like I've been 
like googling things and like okay how do I get from the, the airport to the theater do, do I do the cancellation line and go see it twice like mm. oh. I hate myself. decisions 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 uh, I'm like playing every lottery I can just to see how many shows I can shove into two yeah. three days will you come back after you see it absolutely okay absolutely. what's the date that you're going again I'm going April 20th it's a April Wednesday. 20th okay oh, great. great okay well Lizzie thank you so much Thank you for joining us. This is awesome. We really love having you. Of course. And everyone can find you at the Hamwing. Is that Twitter and Instagram? That is Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. I am the Hamwing everywhere. The Hamwing everywhere. Amazing. Anything else you wanna you wanna plug or talk about? Um, no. That's kind of my life right now is Hamilton and Hamilton and you know, my cats. <laughs> All right. Well, th- thank you. It sounds like a great time. We love it. Yes. I, I, this is, this is really fun. This is probably the most fun I've had in, with Broadway in a really long time. Oh, so. that's so wonderful. That's amazing. I love hearing that. Yes. I love it. No. Oh, we're yeah. so, we're thrilled to have you. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was super fun. Right. I will happily come back anytime you want me. Yes. Awesome. We'll um, talk to you soon. Uh, will you do our sign off with us? Oh my God! Sure. Okay. I don't know how to do mine though, cause like my name's really bad. <laughs> we'll we'll, th- we'll we'll do our plugs and think about it, and you can go last. You okay. can make okay. one up if you want. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, thank you everybody. Um, we are the at the Hamilcast. At the Hamilcast. On everything. All the things. The Hamilcast at gmail.com. I am Jillian. Uh, Jillian with a G on all the medias. Uh, my show is called The Residuals, also on all the medias. I'm Bianca. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, etc., I'm actually underscore Bianca Jean with a J underscore. <laughs> thank, you, thank you guys so much for listening. I am G dot Pen. I am B dot So. And I am T dot Ham. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.